Yeah, Cujo. Cujo. They said he has no memories of it. He just woke up one day and found a completed manuscript in front of him. And he looked in the trash can and there was all these bloody napkins from all the nosebleeds he had. I was sniffing all this cocaine and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, I, it is It is nuts. I wish I could wake up one morning and be like, oh, hey, they wrote a book. That's cool. Yeah, but... I, I don't really want to do coke. I was going to say, you have to go through a lot of coke, you know? Yeah. <laughs> be like Stephen King, I guess. Yeah, that may not be worth it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Welcome to West By Pod, a podcast about nothing for everyone. Yay! We probably need to change that. Why? Yeah. It was probably West Virginia podcast for West Virginia people. No. West Virginia things and the same West Virginia. Are you saying we need to come up with a tagline in our show? What What should our tagline be? Our West By Pod. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. John Denver would be sad. <laughs> well, the, the original thing I had there was an absurdist look at West Virginia, but then like our best episodes are the least absurd ones. So I know. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say we usually just like to talk about local stuff and just have, pick make fun of it. For we're going to talk about March Marchness. Okay, I'm, I'm and, curious. And uh, we're going to talk about I don't know cereal. Which kind? Doesn't matter. Actually, we're going to talk about flavor. Want to do March Marchness first? Okay. On the March Marchness, I I hired a sports guy to uh, help us out. Oh, who'd you hire? Um, his name is. Well, you'll find out. In March Marchness, the Nixon White House conspired against the attempted assassination of Ronald Reagan, defeating March 30th handily. Alexander Graham Bell's ears must have been ringing because the Three Mile Island disaster blew March 3rd away. In the Battle of the Early Marches, March 5th will remember the beating the Alamo gave it. Rounding out that side of the bracket, March 7th overruled March 25th by a close margin. On the other side of the tournament, the Exxon Valdez spill slipped past March 10. March 22 gave no equal rights to the Nazis, who lost on March 12th. High Day serves up a slice of success, defeating March 20th. And to the big game between Julius Caesar and St. Patrick. And the Ides have it. Julius Caesar gives a thumbs up to moving on to the Elite Eight. Nice. Stay tuned for more March Marchness in April. <laughs> Thanks, sports guy, who's also Inspector Gadget. <laughs> I like that. That's I like that. That's, that's, what good. It, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, so Luke had a minute. <laughs> that's right. Well, that's good. Uh, that's good. I like that. I like yeah. that. So I was thinking today, I had a bowl of cereal for dinner. Okay. And I was thinking about it. First of all, I eat cereal weird, I think. I think everybody eats cereal weird in, in, a, in their own weird way. I agree with that. Go ahead. So what I do is I fill the bowl with cereal. I fill it with milk. Yeah. Eat the cereal. There's milk left over. I put more cereal in. Yes, because I want to get exactly the, the right cereal to milk ratio. Yeah, cereal to milk ratio to finish out the bowl. Mm-hmm. And if I can't get that, I keep doing it. It's so. Do you like eat half the box by the end of the night? Usually, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike, and, I believe it or not, we do the same. I do the same. Okay. Thing. Yes. See, I, I thought you were gonna be a uh, no. eat the cereal and then drink the milk. No, which no. Is, that's what Tracy does. No, no, I'm I actually am like that too. Where I like now, what cracks me up is like. If I do, like, drink a little bit of the milk, I'm like, man, I should have just got a glass of milk real quick. Yeah, and I've exactly. done that, too. Like, I have a cereal still in the bowl, and I'm like, I'm like, man, I really just need a glass of milk. But we'll pour more milk into this right here and get this going. So. Nah, I think cereal milk is disgusting. Oh, really? Just by itself. Yeah. If you add cereal to it, then that's cool. I'll eat it. Oh. But yeah, so most people, I, I don't know how people do it. See, are you one of these type of folks that when you have your cereal, 
I've been told I am a horrible person to be around whenever I'm eating cereal because I am apparently loud. <laughs> and yes, and I, I when I was a kid, I do remember this. I apparently would be one of these uh, making noises when you had cereal. Have you ever known anybody like this? Really. Yeah, you eat and you go, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> and I would do that apparently all day long. I'd be like, mm, 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 mm. I only ever did that to be intentionally annoying. Well, no, I didn't even know I was doing it too. <laughs> and uh, my sister would be like, stop it. I'm like, what am I doing? And she's like, I'm not doing anything. And she goes, you really don't hear yourself doing that? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? You're, you're, you're like one of those territorial feral cats that, that are eating outside. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, and it's funny. And to this day, I'll. You know, we'll do the thing where Martha will make a dinner and I'll be like, oh, crap, and it's good. Or she makes a dinner and I'm like, hmm, it's dinner. And you eat dinner and then you're like, I'm still starving. So then I'll, I'll do the whole, I'll sneak away and then I'll go grab my bowl of cereal because I'll make up my dessert to sit bowl of cereal. There you go. And I'll sit down there, plop down on the sofa, we'll put on some starter track or whatever, some nerdy thing on. And then I'll sit there and I'll just be really into the show, whatever. And I finally... <laughs> One day, she threw her phone at me, and I was like, what? And I was like, you are ridiculous over here. I was like, what am I doing? She goes, you are loud. I don't think you close your mouth at once on any of the bowl of cereal, and it is annoying as can be. So now I just get closer and do it now on purpose even more. <laughs> get even louder and everything. She That's how you know it's good. If, if, if she makes you dinner and you, and you eat like a motorcycle, then, yeah. then she knows. Yeah, then she knows. Exactly. I mean, that's a, that's a high level of compliments right there. So The, the, the other thing, I don't eat cereal very often. Oh, really? Um, the other thing is uh, being married, um, I get a lot of crap because of the way I close boxes. Oh. Because I, I generally don't. Don't? Or what I used to do, and this is the thing I did as a kid, is I would take the whole bag out of the box and open up and then just kind of jam it down and the box mm -hmm. when I'm done with it. Mm -hmm. um, so I got broke of that, but I still don't. I, I can never open a box without ripping the tab. Oh, me too. So, so there's no way to get. It doesn't it back. ever fold back in, yeah. right? Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. I don't know if it's, these darn cereal companies have to work on their on their yeah. on their sealing the, the, process. Their, their, their tab the technology. Yes, I'm just like, good lord. That's but, a cereal I will eat with the tab technology. Well, that's the joke now because with Martha, she's like, no, no, don't get the boxes, get the bags because you know they're cheaper and it's pretty much the same cereal. Which I slightly disagree, but I'll still get because it, it's still okay. And you'll sit there and you get done with the bag, and then you got to figure out how to. You can't put the bag the way you do the boxes. You got to figure out how you're going to lean and lay those bags so they look okay and all that kind of stuff. All right. Yeah, first world problems. What can I say? Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, growing up, and I, I may just go ahead and say this is my West Virginia thing this week. Sure. Is that uh, growing up, my mom would get cereal. She would open the box and she would dump the cereal out into a Ziploc bag. Oh, really? And, and, and zip it up and put it back in the box. And, it, and my understanding is she was paranoid about bugs getting into the cereal. Really? Yeah. Did, now, were you all like an old farmhouse? No, we were new. We I think what had happened is um, while they were building our house, they had the furniture over, in a, or we stayed in the old farmhouse while they were building the house. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And while the furniture was over there, like uh, some type of German cockroach or something like that had gotten into the furniture. And so when they moved it to, into the house, the roaches came with um, and, I, and I, i'm assuming that's probably what it was it took probably a decade to get those out of there yeah out of the house yeah all the cockroaches and yeah stuff. Uh, I, I mean we didn't have like it was like it wasn't like infestation or anything like that but you'd see but you find one now yeah, and, yeah. and that would be that would freak you out I get yeah. that. I had a friend. He ended up inheriting his grandmother's house. Mm. And one of the places we would like to go and hang out was a, he had a cellar. Okay. And um, in the cellar, they had, and of course, he had you know, all this kind of fun stuff. But it was always funny. I look up in the cellar and he had this board and it'd be 
somewhat suspended from the ceiling of the sailor. Uh, see, um, what's the words? What am I trying to say? Where am I in the sailor? Yeah, yeah. You can cut all that out. But the board is suspended from the t- roof of this of the sa- uh, sa- mm, can't even think what it's called now. Uh, the thing underground, the broom, what am I trying to call it? Cellar? Cellar. I cannot say cellar. For the you already said it ten times. I know, that's the worst part. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in now. No, uh, no, no. <laughs> Sounds like it. You know, the thing underground. The, the thing under the ground. The where, where, thing. Where you keep the jars keep of canned things. Of, of canned and, things. And the potatoes. And the potatoes. And other things of that nature that need... Anyways, and it was just this board that was like, on like two small little wires. And it was just... From the top of the, and it was maybe a, a foot uh, from that board to the top of the of the roof, right. and and I remember going. And I was like, "Why do you have the board there? What's the purpose?" And he said, "Oh, uh, my great grandmother when she cooked, she would always run into a mice problem, and of course, you always had the old field mice around. Mm. And so when they would cook, they couldn't leave the pies just like out on the window seals or." Like the famous thing you always yeah, yeah. see, or leave it well, out. That never turned out well in cartoons, anyways. Yes, yes. That darn cat came that's around. Right. The smoke grabbed that, that, the cat. That's right. The, it floated across the, the smell trails. Took him right there. <laughs> exactly right. But uh, but the, what they would do is they would cook whatever they were cooking. They need to sit overnight or stuff. They were prepping, but need to sit out for a while. They put on that board because there was no way any rodents or anything, unless they were like Mission Impossible and it crossed with like a zip ties or something like that. There was no way any mice or anything yeah. get to it. So I, I it's kind of one of those funny things you always recognize, especially in a country uh, setting, is people are like, we know we have rodents or we know we have bugs and we can't really deal with that. So we're gonna outthink them by I, I, setting up something. I feel like this is like the setting of a Don Bluth film. Oh. Like the secret of the nymph, but, we, but the secret of the cellar. The secret. The secret of the thing under the ground. The thing under the ground. That Jason can't quite remember. No, but it it, it always kind of cracked me up because I was always like, why? You know, my grandmother was like that too. In her and the house I'm in now, she made it a habit every morning. She would get up, she would go um, around and do her chores, and one of the first things she would do is she would go into the cellar where all the food was. Mm-hmm. And I see. I said that time. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> and I got it fine. And she would go and just have it. She reached down. She take the dead mouse that was always in that trap. The next morning, <laughs> she take it out, throw it in the trash, reset that same trap, put a dab of peanut butter on, and set it back down, knowing that by lunchtime she'll get another mouse. And she did this constantly, all the time, and killed hundreds and hundreds of mouse. And the problem was, of course, but she never got the queen. She never got the queen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you get. But it was one of those things where yeah, it's just it's the way it is. Now I've worked in housing. If we found a mouse in a person's house, which I I did work in a situation where this happened, two o'clock in the morning, that lady is calling me and screaming at me and like right. I can't believe you allowed this type of stuff happen and this 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 and, and this. Like, ma'am, 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 did you put the trap in the cellar? Yeah, in, in your your preserved food hole. <laughs> yes. Like a normal person should. So, and she hangs up the phone and I'm fired next day. Is that wrong? No. <laughs> no, but I was I was sit there and I would just go back and forth like, ma'am, I'm very sorry. I'll, I'll get someone out there first thing in the morning. Do you want me to come on over? I can look at it. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm like, three o'clock in the morning, lady, please let me go back to bed. I, I, I don't care, but I, I'm trying to make you happy, yeah. whatever we can. And and nowadays, that type of stuff will never fly. 
And, you know, luckily, I don't think we have the problem anymore. Martha would shoot me now. That's true. But we are redoing part of the house, so hopefully that well, goes put, away. Put a, put a trap in the preserve I, food I'm, hole. I'm afraid to find out. So I'm like, no, no, we don't have anything. It's fine. That's right. Yeah, the trap's empty again. Oh, the trap's empty again, guys. We're fine. I got, well, I got a whole pie down there. Oh, I have no worries. It's been there for years. They won't touch it for some reason. They won't touch it. I don't know why. Must be pecan. <laughs> So, but no, no, but that's my, that's my, that's my, that's my West Virginia story. It actually went a little bit longer. That worked. No, that's good. You touched on the base a little bit and apparently that's the thing that's not happening now. I saw that in the paper right there. I was like, wow, this is nuts. But you you may recall in episode one of this, uh, very podcast, I I mentioned that it was, um, probably not going to work out. And, and, and sir, like so many things that you've seen, it has come true. I got this horrible streak of, I told you so was this week. Yeah. You're like the no dramas of Pudon County. Yeah. Fireside's closed. That's upsetting. Foxes is for sale. Yeah. Which one? Oh, uh, one, one right up the street from. Oh, from Fireside. I, was to, I was trying to say, just yeah. slowly working down. I even, yeah, I just, I just can't believe Fireside and the whole thing. What they were talking about It's so sad. Which is all rumor, of course. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We so can't I, really comment. Yeah, I'm not going to repeat. Plus, I'm kind of the um, online PR person See, for then, Fireside, so then you don't want to say anything. So yeah, so it's full, just full hopefully I'm not going to talk about it. I'm hoping it's temporary. I love their food. I, I yeah. It was sad because it well, or not sad, but it was quite crazy. As I had a lodge meeting this week, and we had a we had a guy coming from state lodge coming down, and he goes, "Yeah, I mean places to eat." I was like, "Oh yeah, Fireside's great place. It's right off the road. You can't beat it. All this kind of stuff." And I get there, and then that morning I looked and see the post message. <laughs> Fireside's closed. I'm like, "Oh crap!" And then my first reaction should have been, "Oh no, what happened to Fireside?" But I was like, "Oh no, I gotta call the guy. Let him know he's gotta go somewhere else real quick." <laughs> well, that's all right. That's Ends right. up going to the corner. Show. But still, it was good. Oh, oh no, my barbecue sandwich. Bye, ho! <laughs> yeah. My brisket, no. No! But it's, it's, it's tragic for the fire yeah. side and, and for the community. The, the, the uh, Navy base. Yeah. Hey, opens up the possibility of a movie studio again. See, that's what I'm talking about. I think it should come in here. I got I got my movie ready to go. What are you going to do? Uh, I still got to convert it to a screenplay. Uh, are you talking about your wonderful book, The Heart Spark? Actually, no. Which one are you referring to? Uh, Country Dark, which is... Oh, which low I, budget. Yeah, gotcha. which, which I purposely wrote in the event that there was a movie studio there. So it's, it's something, you know, it could be done for like a million bucks. No, it, 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 done right for a million bucks, you know. Uh, well, it, it'd, be like, it'd be like the next Jordan Peele. I mean, that man makes, how much was his movies like? Like $20 million, maybe? Uh, I think yeah. looking at this last one, seventy. Yeah, but like it, it costs them twenty oh, yeah. all together yeah. for the oh, advertisements. Horror movies cost nothing. Yeah, they're so cheap. Uh, they probably cost more to market than they do to make. Yeah, that's what they say. They say yeah. if you make, if you make triple what your budget is, it's a consider a, a success because you're buying. You're pretty much paying off. Yeah. The marketing. Yeah, my my rule of thumb has always been to is take the budget and multiply it by three. Yeah, because the studio is you know going to get a third of that. The, yep. the theaters are going to a third of that, and the other third is going to go into marketing. So if, if a to me a movie isn't profitable until it's made back three times its budget. So well, that's, that's my rule of thumb on it. Well, they said the uh, they film because of that. That's why they put the the Avenger movies back to back like they did with the idea. Yeah, it's cheap, cheaper to it's film. cheaper to yeah. do that. Because it's such a massive project, and well, you can get the people. That's in. like with the Lord of the Rings. They, they, they did for uh, ninety million each, I believe. Yeah, and that's you know pocket change for how much how, how quality those movies were. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny because then you look at the Hobbit, and uh, and it's funny because you and I have we I know we've talked about. It. I'm I, think, not, I think I think those three had like a billion dollar budget or something. It like had that. like a billion dollar budget and doesn't make nearly the money Lord of the Rings does. And I really but it was profitable. 
It was, but nothing to the degree of The Lord of the Rings. And I think it goes back to what you talked about, or what they should have done. They originally were planning on just doing two movies. And I think you could have done it with two movies and been okay, but I really think the one movie idea that you you told me about, I don't know if you remember this conversation, but we just got done watching the third Hobbit movie. We'll walk it out. And I didn't mind. I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was like, I was like blown away like when I watched The Return of the King. Yeah, exactly. But I just remember walking out and going, that's not bad. I, I kind of wanted to go watch the, the Lord of the Rings now. And you looked at me and go, I could have done just the one movie, maybe a three-hour movie, and just been done with it all. Did, did you hear that Topher Grace did that? He did a, a single movie cut of uh, the three. Yes. I'd, I'd be curious to see his take on it. Uh, compared to mine? Yeah. <laughs> well. I wonder if he got it shorter. <laughs> well, that's, he actually, and that was. You, you've already watched it, haven't you? <laughs> well, uh, I, I I watched parts of it. His, but he actually. You're, you're taking notes. I did. I actually, I looked at it. What he ended up doing was he cut everything out. He did a lot of the same things I actually did. Which kind of surprised me. He actually went back and anything with legless or anything of extra characters. Oh, yeah. take, take out any of the not book stuff. And yes. That, that gets you halfway Pretty. there to begin with. And that's what I tried to do. But then I was like, well, well you can leave this. And I, tried, and I left a couple things on that I thought was okay. But he actually went back. And then after he did that... It was like, you could tell what he did is he looked at it like he cut it down to what was just the book. And then he said, okay, now what do I need to cut? I guess you could say he took my cut. He didn't really take my cut, but he took like the cut I would I would have made if I had like his money and his better technology. Right, right. And He's then, got a whole production studio. He does, him. actually. <laughs> I still love that Star Wars trailer he put out. I've yeah. watched that probably 30 times now. Oh, you've seen that one, right? Yeah. Anyways, um... He took that cut, and then he's like, all right, and he took it to a two-and-a-half-hour movie. I, I think because of my first job ever working, I was... It's funny, it's the second time I've had this conversation, today, but I was I was a low man on the phone pole. I know what it's like to be college-educated, got done early with my degree, fresh face, come back home, looking for a job, getting an okay job for coming back here and say. Great job, so now go wash those cars. And I'm like, but I'm 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 college educated. Yeah, yeah, we don't care. I need you to go wash those cars, and then I'm gonna need you to go through that house and clean that house up for us, and I'm gonna need all that done in the next two hours, or we're gonna write you up. And I'm like, oh, oh, and then I go off and try to get it done. And I and I know how much it sucks to be at the lower levels of, of a company. And I've actually, in like ten years work my way up to the uh, upper management of that company. It took 10 years of my life to go there to there. And as a result, I was like, oh, everyone's got a college education. I need to, I need to go back and get a master's, which I did, which was, which was good. And, and, so, and so you're cleaning less houses. So I'm cleaning less house. But you're, that's you're, but, you're taking le- less mice out of the preserved food hole. Exactly right. But no, what's funny though is it still cracked me up because when I was promoted to a, a, a district manager, it was some days they were looking around like, well, we got a guy sick and we got this guy wrong, and I was like, all right, let me go grab a let me go grab a maintenance shirt. I'll throw it on. Let's go out and get. And I master's degree, and I'm out there back in the room trying to get stuff done, and it cracked me up because I found out doing that that. People will back you up more because they're like, oh, he doesn't yeah. think he's better than me. I'm going to back up and stuff. And that's kind of been my whole thing with the the HR stuff that I've learned since I've... Because, it, again, it's a whole new field. And so I've gone now from management to HR. 
In management, I kind of try to lead by example, but in HR, you don't you do can't. that. You can't. You can't. You can't do that. So now you've got to figure out how to not piss off management and piss off your non-sealed labor force and all that kind of stuff. And it is a balancing act. And always what I try to do is I was like, I will never ever... And sometimes if you're me, you get to be lucky and piss both off at the same time. Uh, I haven't had to hit that double. And just have, just have a real great day. But no, what I ended up what I end up doing is I try to I always try to go up protect the little guy. Because I feel like that's the system's already rigged against them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if I got a manager or I've got someone who just is giving someone a hard time, I'm always like, Oh, let's take a look. Let's see what's going on here. Now if if if, if they Working rule, don't want everything. I tie my hands, but I try to help out the best, and I try to be as pleasant. I mean, I think that's why in my office, you walk into my office, it's it's not like hang in there, kitty wires, or you know, uh, opportunity is a uh, is through the knocking through this door, or whatever those inspirational posters. I laugh at those. Hey now, I I will say I have a couple little inspirational things. Hey in now, my I office. design those. Hey, there you go. See, <laughs> um, I I have. Two that, uh, well, I have three that people can see, and then I have one that only I can see. Uh, um, well, the, that's inspiration for just you. Exactly. Uh. The three that people can see says, work hard and be nice to everyone. Uh-huh. Hustle and heart will set you apart. Uh-huh. And when everything feels like an uphill struggle, think of the view from the top. The movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, got, I got one, and I think I've since brought it home, but it, it says, uh, silence is better than bullshit. <laughs> And the one that only I can see is, if you can't be positive, at least be quiet. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, basically what I is, more or less. Like, I gotta sometimes remind myself. Yeah. I, the one, the only positive uh, poster I ever saw in my life that actually kind of stuck with me is one from, like, eighth grade, I remember. Hang in there, baby. Yeah, no, it was actually, it was a bunch of trees. And I'm sure you've seen the famous one. It is learn to bend or you can or you will break. And it's all these trees. And it's a cat hanging on to it. And it's a cat hanging on to it like, oh, God, I'm bending too much. But no, it's it's all these trees that because of how the environment is set, they had to bend around their trunks around a certain way uh, okay. so they can get sunlight. And so they learned how to uh, bend. Uh, so, yeah, welcome to HR. You now agree with the bobs from Office Space. Well, no. So, it's, uh, and that's why Mike threw the thing on. So, just to catch up our listeners. So last week, Martha and me were at the house, and we're like, let's watch an old movie. And we were flipping through, flipping through, and we saw The Office Space. And we put it on, because we both love it. Yeah. We quote it all classic. the time. It's a classic 90s movie. Um, we did the thing uh, at work where we uh, play the uh, the rap song when they're beating up the printer. Because <laughs> it wasn't a printer, but it was something we were having problems with. Okay, let's play this. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. But what was funny, though, is just that whole scene when um, they're going through and they're trying to figure out how to, to cut the right. spending. And so it pretty much means you're cutting people. And you have the Bob and Bob scene. And for the first time ever, I get Bob and Bob. And I'm sitting there watching Bob and Bob going, well, yeah, they, they got to figure out where the where the waste is in the company. Or they're just, they have people who's not productive who bring down other people who are productive. And, they gotta, and I'm sitting there going... I have turned into Bob and Bob. Oh, my God. And it's so sad. And what's even funnier is 
like the whole scene where the character, the main character comes in and doesn't care now, and he spills his whole guts on what he actually does in a day, and they love it, because it's the answer that they've been trying to get out of, of all these other people, and he's actually brave enough to say it, I'm sitting here going, yeah, I would do the same thing probably, I'd be like, come on, let's get you on a program, <laughs> clearly you're not being engaged enough, or you would be, you know, trying to fire back, oh, the system's messed up, and then I love it at the end of that, because he then goes, and then they attack his boss at the end, because they're like, well, clearly there's a problem on the whole front. So it's management's not working. So we got to fix management too. And I'm sitting there going, wow, this is a very <laughs> smart movie. It, this is much more smarter than I realized. It's still funny, and it's still, it's of course, over the top. But yeah. I got Bob and Bob, and I was like, I am old. I am extremely old now. Well, I mean, for me, like, I, I'm literally like Bob and Bob right yeah. now because my company is being purchased. So we have new management coming in. So I'm working with new management to sit down and figure out, like, where can we... Where can we change schedules? Where can we reduce hours? Yep. Where can we have people reporting into other systems yep. to minimize? You know, that's that's literally, you know, where do we have weak management that we need to look yeah, at I'm, I'm lucky making that, that stronger? I'm lucky I don't have any of that. And luckily, my current job right now, I don't have, like, major, like, you know, system problems or anything like that. Occasionally, the thing I have is a disgruntled employee. But you, you figure out what you can do to help them out. Right. right. We figure out what we can, you know, adjust and stuff like that. But my old job before, uh, especially when I was in, like, you know, out in D.C. and stuff like that, you would you, you would see people just up and down the, the line mad. And you see people like Bob and Bob always like, all right, well, where can we cut our funding? Where can we cut this money? Who is here that really doesn't need to be here? Can you... Sh and that was... The, and then that's the thing I learned, too, is if you can show we're hiring someone can make you a hundred thousand extra dollars then you get people's attentions but if you can't prove that you're just wasting your time saying no we really need an extra maintenance guy here to do a b and c but if i go into the thing and say guys if we hire an extra maintenance guy who has an ac background now all of a sudden we pay him 20 bucks instead of getting these contractors exactly. coming in here you can save your uh, the the company a half a million dollars a year. People's ears perk up, and they're like, "Really? Well, well, how much will it cost us?" And you know, and they go into it. Well, it costs us twenty five bucks an hour, but you, we should never have to hire. And the only thing we're paying for is the parts, which exactly. are much cheaper. So much cheaper to pay an employee twenty dollars an hour to do the job versus paying a contractor seventy dollars an hour exactly. to do the job. You know what I like about office space? What's that? Red swing line. <laughs> that's what that's I identify with. <laughs> it's funny. It's good. But yeah, the, the movie kind of took me out of it because uh, the guy tries to kill himself. Okay. Where he's in the garage and he was drinking. Okay. And then he backs out and a drunk driver hits him. And somehow, even though he backs he, out into traffic and is drunk, it's the other drunk driver's fault. Uh, see, here's my counter. Here's my All counter. Right. So I'll pick it back up. Here's my counter to that. Depends on the lawyer. Because if, if he has a yeah. better lawyer... Then, because you gotta think about that drunk driver, the cheap, the the drunker drunk driver. Yeah. If he's got a crappy lawyer, and the good drunk driver, and, and and our main character has a good lawyer, and the lawyer is able to argue that this man had a drink and he All was right. backing out, and there was nothing in the system, or he had a very low drug alcohol blood tint, whatever. His, his, his wasn't as high. As his wasn't nearly as high. He was still legally able to drive, but this other man, it's clearly intoxicated. He actually checked, but this man still plowed into him because he didn't. He was going 108 while this man was just. He demands just. He demands justice. All right, I'll, I'll accept that. Okay, see, right. see? Right, see, but who knows? It, it, yeah. I will say it is a flaw in the story, but yeah. 
Yeah, I was having fun with it, but good movie all around. Oh, yeah. Staples. Staples. <laughs> that's all I have. I, I kind of want to watch that movie tonight now. Yeah, it's good. Let's do that. Uh, that's what me and Marty did, and let me tell you, it was hilarious. So after that worked, and... Uh, that or Sister Act. I really want to watch I've, I've never, I've never seen it. One second one. I love I've them. seen neither. I love them both. I will follow him. I listened to that on the way home today. Follow him wherever he may go. Okay, I don't want to hear that. I keep singing. Go ahead. I don't know the next line. What's the next line? There isn't an ocean too there deep. There isn't an ocean too too deep. Too deep. I'm gonna put this a mountain so high. It could a mountain be. so high. So, so this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do an ad break. I'm gonna go into this and we'll do an ad break, and it's gonna come out. And um, it'll probably be the same ad. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not engaged I, in this I, at I all. Was, no, I was thinking about this on the way home because this song came on my shuffle. <laughs> and, and I had listened to a podcast earlier that day where they had made reference to the cocaine 80s. And I started thinking back over like a lot of the movies that I really enjoyed that came out in the 80s and like the plot line for the, those movies and the plot summaries. And I'm like, these people, clear, like cocaine 80s is not a lie. It's not an exaggeration. They had to be high on something to come up with these ideas. Because you look at most of the movies that come out now and it's all remakes and there's no original ideas. But you look at movies from the 80s and they you're They are like, far out there. Uh, that like, ties okay. into our original thing, which was uh, Maximum Overdrive. So, yes! <laughs> you have a Las, too, yeah. Look at that. You have a Las Vegas showgirl who has witnessed a crime who goes into witness protection into a nunnery. And poses as a nun. Who secretly thinks she can has a winning team with these girls who can sing and stuff like that. I feel like most of 80s and 90s movies were just... Cocaine. Well, just, just like crazy pitches. Like, what, what, what if we pair a pediatrician with a crab and they fight crime? And everybody oh. was high on cocaine. So like, in the room, yeah, they were like, yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 we'll we'll, yeah. We got a part with this part right here. And we'll call it Kindergarten Cop. Okay, well, guys, we got to come up with a great thing. We've got, we've got a, it's we've got a, a team. We've got a, we've, we've got a team. And, and, and this boy, this boy, he inherits this uh, baseball team. And, uh, and he, and he just got to figure out how, how can he manage this. Team that does green light, green light, green light. Green light. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they just throw balls of cash. Oh, that's it. Here that's it, is. it. Thirty million dollars. Oh, oh. Make it. Do you want to build a cash man? <laughs> but there's a funny, funny sketch I love of Jordan Bills. Uh, on the Keen Bill show, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember it. The uh, pitch room for Gremlins Two. Have I you don't seen this? No, I haven't. Oh, it's so funny! It's so it's so funny that guy sits there and he goes, "Guys, we just got done making Gremlins. It was a wonderful hit." He goes, "Everything synced up. Why? It's a classic. This second movie should pretty much write itself." And then all of a sudden, Peel comes in the background and he goes, "Hi, y'all. Um, I am brought in by the studio heads to make sure you guys don't take a major dump on the." second one don't mind me i'm just here to throw out some ideas is all and it's like oh okay and then they start going through and he goes i've got an idea how about in this movie we have a really smart gremlin really really smart one um how about we have a gremlin who is like a spider are you getting what i'm seeing right here i'm (laughs) loving it and they're like oh okay how about we have one that's made of vegetables okay you're a little slow (laughs) but you know what because i like you we'll put it in the movie and then the next one the next thing is like um how about uh how about we make one that's able to do uh 
Um, you know, it's electricity. Oh my gosh, you said Gremlin, you said electricity, you put them together, it's in the movie. And he's like, well, how about Hawk Hogan shows up? Are you saying we're going to take the wrestling legend Hawk Hogan and Gremlins and have him break the fourth wall and talk to the audience itself? It's in the movie. And he goes, oh, how about you uh, make a girl Gremlin? You mean we're going to put lipstick on a girl and dress her up and make her sexy and slightly a whore? It's in the movie. And then finally he you know he does all these things and then finally he goes, Oh my god, I think we're done. <laughs> it's in the movie. You guys figure out details and we'll walk away. And then he walks away and he goes, Okay, for real, we're not putting any of that in the movie. And the subtitle goes, This was all in Gremlins 2. Which it was actually all in Gremlins yeah. 2. In popular opinion. What's that? It, that's the superior of the two Gremlins. Two? Yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> I think we're good. All right, cool. All right, so thank you for listening to the West By Pod. You can check out our uh, sister podcast, Word from the Mountaintop, and RGCWV, which is also recording an episode tonight. I'm, You're doing a twofer tonight. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that one. But, <laughs> but, but we, we do have an agreement that if we're recording at the same time, we could call on his podcast and crash it. Oh, okay. And, and basically have like a double podcast going on. Is he, are we doing a crossover tonight? No, it, oh. it, it doesn't start at 8 o'clock. And, uh, I'm, I am uh, going to be home watching some TV. So I, I probably won't be on. Yeah, I got too much I got to do tonight. Yeah, we still got to have dinner and everything. So Yeah. So we're going to do that. So anyways, thank you for putting your ear holes on us. And um, yeah, we'll get back to you on that soon. Yeah, we'll probably be back next week, I think, right? Yeah, we, we got to get one more week. One or two more weeks. I think, yeah. you know what? I think we're going to do it. But if we don't, then, hey, we warned you. <laughs> and then we'll be podcasting from the drive-in. Yeah, we'll be podcasting. From, so, Mike, we've got something going on tonight. Oh, crap, movie start. Turn it on. Turn it off. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we'll crowdsource a podcast. Hey, anybody want a podcast with us? Nope. <laughs> People just keep on walking by. That's right. Son of a gun. Darn it. All right. All right. Thanks for thanks for listening, and uh, we will talk to you all later. Have a good week. West by Pod is a production of Pendleton New Media LLC.